We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. I got a good feeling about this uh, sunset that's going on right now. There's not a lot of clouds out there, so it's probably not going to be what we saw in the last week, week and a half, where everybody's mm-hmm. taking pictures like, oh, my God, can you believe where we live? Look at this sunset. But I think it's shaping up to be a healthy one. Nothing beats a Las Vegas sunset. Honestly, it, it's it's one of the the many, many golden linings of, of living here. And I noticed when I was up in Alaska a couple weeks ago for the holiday – uh, just how different their sky is. Yeah. And as I travel more, it's pretty obvious. I mean, if we have the Instagram filters named after different cities and towns, yeah. that's probably for for a reason or two. Um, but it's certainly probably the most uh, eclectic here. We get such a mixed bag, and, and weather changes super quickly here too, and so I'm sure that factors into it, the mountains, all of that. But the one of the best things about life is there's no two sunsets or sunrises the same, and they happen every day twice. That's right. So when you were, when you were in Alaska, was it uh was it dark? Or yes. Was it light? Yes. So dark. It the sun was about deep mm, thoughts. Ten a.m. I was like, oh, I probably should do something today. Probably should live my best life, be my best self, and show up. And uh, peeks out behind the mountains. And at that point, Marasi, I was up for like four hours. It was so dark. This is a very zen start to hour two. Yeah, it was so dark. I would just like go back in the bed and lay down. And I was thinking to myself, well, it'd probably be tough to like actually work and exist up here. But I'm sure you'd find a way to do it because people were doing the turkey trot at freaking seven in the morning, eight in the morning, Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. Day. And it was like 10 below. I'm like, there's under no circumstance ever that I will do a turkey trot, especially if it's below zero. Yeah. 0% chance. Doesn't sound fun. No, no. Or the polar plunges either. I can do those. I've done a million and a half of those. You go out in the sauna. You have somebody cut a cut a hole out in the ice. Sauna, jump in, out. Probably have a paramedic on hand just in case. Mm-hmm. But uh, the running. I, I think, don't know why anybody <laughs> my, would do it. My nervous system would shut down and my nose would start bleeding immediately just from the hot to the cold. Uh, right. I always think about just like the shock to the system. Like this seems like a great way to to in to bring in a heart attack or something <laughs> like that. But it's all for the mems. It's all for the bit. And uh, I would just I would never I would never run it. I, I hate running that much. I would just never do it. Mm. Your thoughts on running as uh, hard of a stance? N- never do it. <laughs> See, this is why we're friends. This is why we're tight. This is why we're close. And uh, this is why we're going to start our second hour as we always do with our football at four. 
all the footiest of footballs. You thought this was a different story, didn't you? Ha ha! Guess what? The Chiefs are still the same thing they were. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Um, what do you think makes him special? What do you truly think think separates him from other tight ends? He has a knack for making plays. You know, uh, I get, I always stop a little bit short when people say that Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. I mean, you look at his numbers; it's hard to argue that. Mm-hmm. But he, there is the the other side of being a tight end, and that's blocking, and that's something that other tight ends do a better job of than Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I, you know, listen, he might he might be the best pass catching tight end in the league, but. I, I don't call him the most complete tight end in the league, but he's a playmaker, and you can't deny that. Uh, he always finds a way to make a big play when it counts, going down the stretch. Mm-hmm. As that game was whittling down last night, I knew that it was going to come down to you know, either a two-point conversion or whatever just to, to tie it up, and it, it actually they did a good job of making a play when they had to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mahomes, you know, he, he did some of that magic where he just kind of danced around uh, behind the line, they couldn't get to him, and these guys get open. Whether it's Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, they make plays. Yeah. I just like watching Kelsey as he literally jumps off the block, and he just, like, smoothly swims through. Just, like, the manner in which he he just – his lower half cuts through body. It's so quiet for somebody of his size. And so even when he is met physically before he it gets to his spot or where, where they're looking to target uh, – it it's like he has horse blinders on. He's it's like his body fast. has horse blinders yeah, on. He, he is deceptively yeah. fast. I mean, when he he caught that ball last night in overtime and made that first person miss, I you know I said, well, it's over. He's going in. You know the kid that always seems to find themselves in the final two of limbo at the middle school dance, yeah. and like not only do they are they able to bend over backwards, but they can do it expedite. They just go and I'm done. Like yeah. it's not like this. You're like, okay, hold on, we got to inch by inch. We're gonna make her it's just like quickly. He is like that. That is him a hundred percent. But then I see him catch the ball, and then it takes you know three people to take him down. And I learned a long time ago watching Gronk that just because it takes many people to, to bring you down, and while it looks good, it doesn't necessarily spell good things for you in the future. Yeah. Every time he goes down, I'm like, does this guy have another concussion? Because yeah. it just seems like he gets destroyed. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, your body can only take so much of that. And yeah. The one thing that he's able to do, you know, he's the same age as Gronk, and it just seems right. like Gronk just looks to to see to be so much older because he's endured so much more but he's also missed way more time yeah that's the thing but but kelsey is also deceptively fast and i don't think he's yeah. taking the hits quite gronk as badly ain't as deceptively gronk. fast no. gronk is a is a earthquake with shoes on yeah yeah but uh it, it's i get nervous for guys like that in the future but they know and and that's what the game is and they're and they're doing just fine right now but it's inenviable a lot of those positions especially the tight end one where they have to do so much and catch the touchdowns. Speaking now. of tight ends, I do want to say that it is a, a good sign that Donald Parham of the uh, of the Chargers has been released from the hospital, or he was set to be released today. Uh, it was a gruesome, you know, hit that he took last night where he hit the ground, and people weren't really sure what happened to him. It looked mm-hmm. like there might His be a head a, snapped back and then yeah, hit the hit the paralysis hit the situation. They ended up removing the face mask. And mm-hmm. It was a scary situation at the very beginning of the game, honestly. And they mm-hmm. they removed him on a stretcher, and he was, you know, it. it very scary. He, he was shaking as they were taking him out of the a stadium, and it turns out it was just a, a pretty bad concussion that he got, yeah. which he was able to spend the night in the hospital at UCLA. He was he was sh- seizing? He was like, his arms were he shaking. He might have been seizing. And there was actually some comments on Twitter where 
Joe Buck was trending because he made a comment about saying, well, it is very cold on the field level in Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's not a temperature thing. He's not, yeah. you know. It's also one of, the, it, one, of the, one of many symptoms that you could that you could sustain if you do get a concussion is having a seizure. And yeah. it's not like where it's a condition or anything. But obviously, head trauma is elusive. Head trauma is devastating. And it seems to make its way into our everyday lives Mm-hmm. All the time because that's just part of a lot of our, our our sports culture there. And he said it. Hopefully, he's good to go and that it's 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 not that bad of a concussion. But it's uh, it's a scary scene. And I always wonder too how it affects the game going forward and 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 the guys out there because you want to play for them. You want to you want to uh, kind of in revenge, but not in a malicious way. Just like go out and play for them. But I mean, I've seen friends get stretchered off. I've yeah. I've had to leave games before. Um, you can certainly tell when, when some are worse than the others, but that one, very nondescript. And it was a fourth down play, yeah. and then he got hurt. The game was paused, and then Kansas City marched down the field and scored a touchdown. You thought right then and there, well, they're going to win this game, and they're probably going to steamroll the Chargers, but that's not the case. They actually came back, and the Chargers played pretty well through most of the game, mm-hmm. uh, capitalizing on some mistakes, but uh, couldn't get it done on fourth down. Uh Coach Staley elected not to go for field goals, and he said, we're not going to win this game. We're not going to beat the Chiefs. And that's his thing. He said, this is the way that we're going to play it around here, and so if you don't like it, you don't have to be a Chargers fan. I I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the way that they – he coached the game. I have a problem with the fact that they they know how to stop Mahomes and they couldn't get it done. Yeah. Well, there's – I'm sure a lot of us have exactly the right idea of how to stop Mahomes, but it doesn't ever actually happen. Are we physically equipped to do that, to beat him every time? Never actually works out that way. No, not when you let him run loose behind that line of scrimmage, as as you pointed out, because that's just buying time for Tyreek Hill and and buying time for Travis Kelsey, and as long as both of those guys are healthy and and moving, that dimensionality, Yeah. pick one, pick one. I dare you. It's usually not going to go well. Uh, Obviously, there is some movement in terms of Game scheduling, uh, the Raiders are not going to be playing on Saturday anymore. They'll be playing Monday night, and then two other games were rescheduled for Tuesday. Washington and Philly and the Seahawks and the Rams games. Correct. Uh, it, it, I'm trying to think of out of those matchups who that could probably be the most disruptive to. And that Seahawks-Rams game is pretty big because if the Rams don't win, you kind of open up the window for the Cardinals to climb back in. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the Seahawks, they're not going anywhere, but they keep wrecking everybody's birthday party. And so just adding, uh, flame to their fire. And the 49ers are stacking wins too. So we'll see what happens. Weirdly enough. I I thought there was going to be a lot, uh, more definitive answers in that division. We knew it was going to be really good. I just thought at least one of them would have started to drop off, but almost everybody split their season series this year in terms of matchups uh, uh, within the division. Von Miller, another one added to the COVID list. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is like Tuesday – what are we going to be working with there? Yeah. You're like, well, we're, we're, we're postponing it to, to make sure we're good to go, but things could get even worse too. And so sometimes you're like, well, should we even be doing this? But that's we're not paid to make those decisions, unfortunately, Rossi. Uh, but we do have to get to our guest that we have on our line. And every Friday afternoon, Brad Henderson, as he joins us from Nova Home Loans, we usually do our Brad's Beats segment that you've never been a part of, Rossi. It's going to be a special day for you because uh, – Brad likes the gambling. Yeah. And so in effort to bridge the gap between the two, we've progressively made picks over the last just NFL season, essentially me, uh, Brad, and Paul. Paul has the score written down here from last week, but it requires math to be done, and that's just not my forte. But I'm pretty sure 
that Paul was in the lead with 17. I'm in last place with 14. And Brad is in uh, the middle place with 15. But I cannot be sure because Paul did not leave me notes on this particular note. But maybe we should just start from scratch here. Maybe that would be a better thing to do. Brad, are you there, my bra- my friend, my Brad? I am. And I think that 14, 15, 17 was the uh... – Oh, that was the three-pointers by Steph. Ah, ah. well, I'll, do, I'll have to do two weeks' worth of scorekeeping uh, a, a, after this one. I'm sorry about that. Miserable. So I said let's just forget about it. Okay, this, so. we'll wipe that uh, off of our slate. I love that, Brad. You join us every Friday from, from Nova Home Loans, loansforvegas.com. I have five selections for us to choose from today. Brad, we'll let you go first as usual. Our, our first game that we are going to be choosing, making our picks, Patriots at the Colts. This one's for you, Rossi. On Saturday, New England plus two and a half over under at, over under at 45.5. We are looking for a pick against the spread. So for this one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on the Colts being motivated. I like it being less than three, and I'm going to take the Colts to stop the Patriots' win streak. Right on, Brad. I like that pick. I like it even better because it's the same one that I'm going to make. I've been watching them on Hard Knocks all week, and I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of Jonathan uh, Taylor. And uh, (laughs) I'm I'm sure half of my family is very happy, and the other half wants to disown me because he went to Wisconsin. But uh, I'm feeling it, Brad. What about you, Rossi? What's your pick here? Well, you know, my heart is always with the Patriots. uh, But as I'm doing my diligence, I see that their Patriots running back, Damian Harris is out, uh, but it's not COVID-related. Actually, it's a hamstring injury that he's been suffering from. But, you know, the Colts have said, Darius Leonard has come out and said that he wants to make the Patriots one-dimensional this week, and uh, they want to stop the run and put the onus on Mac Jones to pass the ball. Well, Mac is essentially coming off the bye week. He's had two weeks off. Yep. He did not throw the ball against Buffalo. He hasn't lifted up his arm that high yet. Yeah. I'm going to go with the rookie. I'm going to take the Patriots – and the plus, and the, uh, I'll take the points with them. Okay, all right, Rossi, I like that. Even though it's on brand for you, it's <laughs> it's all right. Uh, our, our next Some selection, exactly. I didn't put an Oklahoma thing on here or any Iowa State. Uh, well, I'm talking about the running back. Watch out for Rabadre Stevenson. You know, I am a Sooner, so true. Uh, he's the real deal. He'll, you won't even remember who Harris was in a year. Oh, okay. Won't even remember. Well, Bill Belichick <laughs> me, me, usually makes sure of that. Uh, Sunday, speaking of, of somebody who was expedited by one Mr. Bill Belichick, uh, Cam Newton versus Josh Allen running yards. They're uh, rushing yards. I should say running yards. What stat is that? Uh, they're facing off against each other. This is a pick em. Who has more <laughs> rushing yards this weekend, Josh Allen or Cam Newton, Brad? This one's a mess because we got turf toe going against am I going to get benched? Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's pretty hard to predict. So I'm going to go ahead and go with turf toe and take Josh Allen. Okay. <laughs> Allen for I you. I think he'll limp for more yards than Cam gets while he's on the field. Yeah, and the Buffalo Bills, I think, are in a, in a desperate position, obviously losing last week, and they haven't been running very well in the last month and a half. And they're, I think – on the precipice of either having a really, really bad slide where we'll be talking about this 10 years from now or a big turnaround, hopefully of the same nature uh, uh, as the Indianapolis Colts. But I I don't trust Carolina with anything in Matt Rule's offense, especially since they let go of Joe Brady. Not that it was going super well for them before that. So I, too, will take Josh Allen. Uh, I'm going to go with Josh Allen also. Cam, I, I like Cam a lot. I, th- I think he's he's become one-dimensional also. He's He's throwing the ball not very well at all. Um, even though he has 
some valid receivers in Carolina, but um, I think that, you know, they're going to try to run him. And I think Buffalo's defense is smart enough um, to try to stop Cam. And if they can do that, you know, Josh Allen, he really only needs two or three big runs. Correct. And he does that every game. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen. We're not creating a lot of separation space for any of us here tonight. We're going through the Brad's Beats portion of our Football at Four segment. Uh, Next up, we have the Lakers at the Timberwolves tonight. There's COVID protocols involved for both squads. Russell Westbrook out for the Lakers. Anthony Edwards for the Timberwolves. Uh, We're going against the spread. Lakers minus one at the moment. Brad? Yeah, NBA betting, boy, that's uh, that's a flip a coin. So, um, I'm going to bet that Westbrook out of the lineup helps the Lakers and the Lakers win. I love that my boy Austin Reeves won the glass game. So, I'm going to go with the Lakers just for that reason. Yeah, sometimes it is addition by subtraction. I like your logic, but I, I, I love my Wolves even more, especially how they've been running this year, although it will be tough without Anthony Edwards, who is not only their most talented player, but the but the emotional leader of that team. Uh, but you get up for the for the big-time squads, and so maybe we can beat LeBron at, on, on home court. So I'll take the Wolves. Uh, I was going to go with whatever you guys didn't go with on this oh, one. Oh, so but now we split. split it, uh, Choose which parent you're going to live with, Rossi. I know. i got to go with Lakers on this one. All right. Well, uh, technically they're from Minnesota too, but uh, we won't get into that. It's a conversation for a different day. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't smart enough to be to have the wherewithal to not include this Rangers Golden Knights game, which is already underway. But there is no scoring, so we can still make this bet, Brad. Max Pacioretty or Artemi Panarin total points. Who will have more? Well, you know, I I do enjoy hockey, but I don't watch much about the Golden Knights. I have no idea who Artemi Panarin is. Pacioretty's been a and Pacioretty's been on fire, so I'm just going to go with Pacioretty. To the max for Brad. I'm not surprised there. Probably should get to know the Brad man because uh, we do have Panera's out here, and he is pretty much going to be their spokesperson because he's towards the top of the list for the Hart Trophy. And so he's had two games in a row where he has registered three points against the Golden Knights, so I will take Artemi uh-huh. Panarin. <laughs> I'm gonna go, See, I'm gonna, I knew you had some sort of inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to go Max. He's going to go Max. I mean, the past couple of games. Yeah. I think it's like seven or eight in a row now. So it's not, it, you really can't go wrong. It's just like who is going to be more successful than, than the other, even though those are the two beacons for their respective squads. But positivity is just leaking everywhere. And I'm sure the same can be said about the offensive production for our last uh, selection here for Brad's Beats Texans at the Jaguars. Minus four and a half. The Jaguars are favored over under at 39 and a half. We are picking the over under, Brad. So I would like this probably better if Urban was still in place, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that both teams continue to stink up the joint and go under. Under. Right on. I think you're the only person that says, I wish Urban Meyer was still employed by this team, but that's okay. Someone has to well, exist. I think he'd help the under. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. I, I do expect the Jaguars to be motivated to have a little uh, a little weight off the back of of, of their backs, I guess. And so I, it's going to be tight for me, but I'm going to I'm going to take the over. You know, Lindsay, I was thinking the same thing. I think that getting the poison out of the building mm-hmm. sometimes is a is a good thing, and uh, I think that Jacksonville might might take this game, but uh, I, I'm not expecting a massive offensive production. 
uh, from either team. So I'm going to take the under on this game. All right. So I will be the only one praying for the hands team to show up in that game. But at least we have have a couple of deviations away from each other to, to make sure that the score stays interesting. But Brad, this is the last time you're going to be joining us uh, in the year 2021. Do you have anything final to say uh, to, to enforce um, your legacy well, here. to the people listening, just make sure you go against my picks. It's <laughs> been a pretty miserable. Oh, come on, Brad. Have some self-confidence <laughs> here. You're not too far behind, if not I, leading this I, whole I, thing. I'm not afraid to go against my picks. You know, I bet with my head, not my heart. That's right. That's why you got to do it. You, you can't be fooling around with these Nova home loans, Rossi. Mortgages aren't anything to mess around with, and that's why I don't have one. But if you do need one, you need to reach out to Brad Henderson at Nova Home Loans at loansforvegas.com. Brad, miss you already, my friend. Have the best holiday season. All right. You too. Hi, Brad. Bang, Brad. You are just the finest, freakiest, most beatiest harvest of them all. I'm not sure what the score is, but uh, we'll we'll have two weeks to figure that out and and get that to everyone else. I want to thank Brad for joining us as he does for each and every Football at Four segment on Friday. And the Golden Knights, as I said, are underway. Still goose eggs up on that scoreboard. And oh, look, a rush right off the faceoff. And we're meeting uh, the, the Rangers physically high in our own zone. So hopefully that will spell good things on the other side of the break. Lindsey Brown and Ross Mahoney, the Playmakers exclusively on 1140 to bet oh it's going down rossi we are here to play in the mud today we're here to grime and crawl and definitely not wash our hands you know unless we're seeing somebody else and then we wash our hands and stay six feet away but the gold knights exactly the gold knights are getting dirty just like christina taught us to have uh have a night yourself brett howden because not only are you playing against your former club, which definitely adds a little pep to your step. But you've opened up scoring for your Golden Knights, and you've done it with a goal following up your own rebound. What a dish uh, in the slot from William Carrier. Cross, crease to hit Howden backdoor, who stops in front of the net, stops on his rebound, uh, and is able to to finish it on that third try just past Georgie Ever, Gorgie Ever, whatever. Either way, the Golden Knights are on the – board first and that's very important because it is probably the most important stat in hockey you got to score first because if you score first you're chasing the rest of the game obviously but the rangers literally have yet to drop a game in which uh they score first this season so it's good for the golden knights to get off to a good start to get on the board and uh and to see the physicality that they're they're meeting the rangers with because the rangers really like to create offense off of the rush so do the Golden Knights, but you got to be the you got to be the parent in this equation here. You got to be able to say, "Hey, we got to slow this down. Hey, we just had a chance, but now I need to get a change. So I need to delay my uh, ascension towards the offensive end of the ice just a little bit here because if not, things are going to get gnarly." And you said not a lot of players these days are are stopping down and trying to get their own rebound. They're well, that's just that is a out. hockey one hundred and one type of skill that many people don't really. Uh, use that often. The, the stopping in front of the net, the stopping on pucks is is something that every single person has had yelled at them at, at some point when they've been at hockey practice just because it's one of those those bearing down plays, those disciplined hockey plays. So it's just easy to kind of literally stand up and, and, and let the rest of the gas leak out because obviously I scored, right? Obviously I scored, but you don't, you can't make that assumption. You cannot assume that that puck is not behind the net miner unless you see it happening. And so if that's the case, you have to still keep after it. You have to be uh, on top of that goalie 
and creating that pressure. Like we were talking about last hour uh, to preview this matchup. If you've missed any part of this show or the nightcap uh, today or any other day, Odyssey app free in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Search out A-U-D-A-C-Y because spelling is very important. Absolutely. Playmakers, nightcap, favorite it, share it, heart live it. it, heart it, all of the things uh, because we are here to make dreams come true and that cannot happen without you. And uh, and the Rangers are our team as as we were talking about earlier, Rossi. That that's been on the 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 mend. They've been rebuilding for a few years, but now you're seeing that their second overall pick a couple of years ago, Capo Caco, starting to to find the score sheet every every night or so. And he was off to a little bit of a slow start to his career. So that's obviously very um, enthusiastic returns to see from him. Uh, Alexis Lafreniere, their number one overall pick from the year previous so last year um he's a big boy uh rossi some guys like jack hughes who was the on the devils last night he was their number one overall pick a little bit more undersized certainly a more physically immature uh number one overall pick in comparison to alexis lafreniere and sometimes that can work for you sometimes that can work against you but in in terms of what it does for alexis he has been on that third line for the uh the new york rangers and just trying to basically find his identity on this team because when you have so many young players and new faces and no captaincy still, mm-hmm. that's still being decided. I hate that. It, it, it pissed me off that the Golden Knights took as long as they did to put the CN Mark Stones jersey because we all knew that that he was the one to right. to do it. And honestly, I think they could have used it in the playoffs the, the year previous because he wasn't named until the be, beginning of last season. But with the Rangers, they're basically going with the plan – that the leader will reveal itself to us, and they have a few characters that are that are that have pretty good resumes uh, to put forth. I mean, Adam Fox, who's their top pair defenseman, who won uh, the Norris last year, a, a Harvard product, uh, puck moving defenseman. Not going to be the guy who shoots the puck, Rossi, but he's mm-hmm. going to be the guy that sets up Artemi Panarin on the on the on the power plays. He's usually the the last guy to make the pass before the goal happens. And it, it makes sense because Panarin's on that same office space that, that Alexander Ovechkin usually sets up from. And Fox being a, a, as hockey visionary as he is, it's a, what a lot of people talk about, how creative he is, how responsible he is. It makes up for a lot of physical deficiencies that he doesn't necessarily have right now because he's got young legs, he's, he's motivated and everything else, but it can help uh, mitigate mistakes from his teammates and will hopefully serve him better as his career progresses because they had arguably the best defensive core in the league uh, just a couple seasons ago, Rossi, but they ended up trading Brady Shea down to the the Carolina Hurricanes because uh, they basically had to choose between him and Tony D'Angelo. I don't know if you know the name Tony D'Angelo. Most of our listeners will know it, and if you don't know the history behind him, he has also made his way down to the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. The, The team basically told him to stop showing up last year at a certain point because he was becoming too big of a problem. But when you have two of the – Shea and D'Angelo, unbelievable offensively-minded defensemen, uh, great skaters, great distributors. Again, we're, we're keeping the stuff off the ice and keeping it there. And yet they're still able to exist. They still have the, the Jacob Truba character who has obviously taken a few steps and steps into some of the biggest bodies in this league. He isn't – absolute enforcer and is making sure that nobody uh, can take liberties through the middle. And then it really does start and stop from the net mouth out. And Igor Shesterkin, who is not in the lineup tonight, has been on the IR for the past couple of weeks. Uh, He is a very worthy um, next person in line to Henrik Lundqvist. He Mm -hmm. is quickly 
put himself towards the top of the list of top goalies in the league. And when, when you can do that at a young age, when you can separate yourself, especially with just the style in which he plays, he's so athletic, he's so explosive, so smooth. Uh, goalies usually don't really settle into the into the NHL until later than the forwards and the defensemen just because bodies have to stop growing and then you have to catch up with the shots. You have to learn how to be a pro, all of those things. So it's usually not till they're 26, 27, 28 until you can say, all right, bona fide number one starter. But that's been trending younger and younger these days because, first of all, we're taking more goalies in the first round than we ever have before. I think three of them were taken. I know one was by the Minnesota Wild. I know one was by the Detroit Red Wings, and they were the first ones to take one off the board. Um, well, we but, talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. You, we had mentioned how, you know, kids nowadays, how the game changes. And at first, somebody, everybody wants to get credit for the goals and be the fast guy on the ice. And now right. you're seeing that some of the more athletic goalies are getting taken. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I guess the game changes. This is the Steph Curry effect. Yeah, hockey. absolutely. And, and it's all about the valuation of certain resources. I mean, we always talk about a top two center and how elusive that has been for so many teams, including the Golden Knights, until they went out and, and traded for for Jack Eichel, and he has yet to make his debut on this team. Or we always value right-shot defensemen because in the last 10, 15 years, there was a more of an influx of left-shot defensemen in an ideal world. Uh, you want a left-handed defenseman and a right-handed defenseman in a pairing. So if on the right side boards, the right-handed defenseman stick can be closest to the to the boards, and on the left side, the left-handed uh, stick can be there. And granted, these guys can make it work either way, but ideally – uh, that's what you would like. And so I've had, I remember when I was coaching back home, parents were saying, our kids naturally left-handed, but we're going to switch them to right because it's just, it'll, it'll, it'll serve them better. And yet you can do it from a, from a younger age if you start early enough. And ambidexterity isn't that bad of a skill to have. And, and how do you do that? How do you, how do you make that happen? Do you just, uh, you give them a, you, you give them the other side the stick. No, oh, you, you don't no. beat the kids until they decide to switch the other side. No. And ultimately if, if your kid is really adamant about saying this is the, this is the handedness I am with my stick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to change that. I mean, we had the rulers with the left-handed writing for years. I, right. I'm sure. Um, but but it's certainly something something that people look to gain an edge on, as we talked about earlier this week, of just the scarcity mentality, how there's so much money on the line for these, should they make it to this level. And as you're developing, people like me and, and, and other people who are coaching sell you on that dream. And you have to believe in that dream, too, and, and work towards that. But most people don't reach that point. And so when you do have those little areas where you could potentially create an advantage for yourself, like so many people uh, who have size and are moving into that goaltending position, uh, it, it certainly changes the game and changes how we just conduct business because it would seem like a huge risk to most everybody else, even three, four years ago. First round goalie. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury, number one overall. Okay, but not even Carey Price was 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 number one overall. But now with the success of Andre Vasilevsky and how quickly he's been able to be implemented. And, and take over really the, the top spot in the goaltending position as a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was a first-round pick. They, they expedited him. They shipped out Ben Bishop to L.A., and sooner or later he ended up in, in Dallas. Um, and he had led them to a Stanley Cup final. And yeah. so if you pick them and you're right, it changes everything about your franchise because when there's not as many uh, quote-unquote franchise goalies and you're a team that apparently is a cup contender and you don't have one of them, say like the Edmonton Oilers, do you think you have to pay a little bit more of a premium price on the free agency market or in trades versus develop, developing them in-house? Yeah. So those, especially in how salary cap strapped this league is, uh, because obviously uh, uh, the economy has changed, 
that is invaluable right now. And teams that are stockpiling goalies will will be wheelers and dealers at the trade deadline, but you can take yourself out of that line in general. If you do have a good goaltending development program, if you have the right scouting, if you can get them on the right track, because sometimes it doesn't work out. But when it does, as I said, Rossi, it completely changes everything. It can be the difference between five years and and one year of a rebuild. And to your point about being ambidextrous, Mm -hmm. uh, switch hitters, yeah, are more valuable in you know pinch hitting situations too. If you can hit from both sides of the plate mm-hmm. in baseball, so why would that not be the case in in hockey? I mean, right. Well, in baseball, you can make that switch actively in the game. Hockey, you just kind of like once you choose, that's that's the chosen bit. But it, like I said, it's just sometimes about about gaining that edge and hopefully making your your kids' future dreams come true. Um, and I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised there hasn't been more extracurriculars involved in this first period. Clearly, they were listening to our show earlier on when I mm-hmm. said, keep the emotions uh, you know, down, keep your, your business at the forefront of your mind, because it's easy to get caught up in the sauce when it's Gerard Gallant on the other side. No fisticuffs bench. yet. Yep, when it's Ryan Reeves and what he does, because you know he is chirping every single second he's on that ice, every second he's on the bench. Everybody loves Revo when he was here, and obviously it's still a lot of members <laughs> Uh, on on our bench as well but it's so easy to get caught up in the distractions and and the road trip and it being the second half of a back-to-back as well I mean that's probably the biggest uh, indicator for a lot of successes for these teams is those back-to-back games because some teams you would think well I just played last and I'm super tired but New York I mean I just took a subway we just went back to the same hotel We're, we're fine and Sometimes not being a little extra tired, you don't even really know it because your body just instantly goes into that deeper motor uh, that would usually take a little bit more time to work into if you were coming in cold. But you got to be pleased with the effort through the the first fifteen minutes or so here uh, at the first period with the Gold Knights one nothing uh, against the Rangers. And the next game isn't too far either. Right no. up the road up the uh, up the old Long Island Expressway. Yeah, and the Islanders are so bad, Rossi. They are so bad, and it's it's. It's not odd because you can kind of see the writing on the wall as this was percolating in the offseason because they made two straight Eastern Conference finals. I mean, they were an overtime loss, one nothing to the Tampa Bay Lightning away from going to the Stanley yeah. Cup final last year. And they've, they've almost overachieved since John Tavares left. We mentioned that earlier this week when he decided to take his talents to, to Toronto in free agency. Uh, became the captain up there, but everybody just assumed, well, Islanders are done. Let's just leave them for dead. They're not going to be worth anything because your 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 number one overall pick star leaves you like you have somebody waiting in the wings. What is this? The Oilers? No, they're not the Oilers. Um, but in terms of what they've been able to accomplish, they hit so big on Matthew Barzell, who uh, will not be available to the the Islanders when they play the Golden Knights because he is also in COVID protocol. They went out and traded for Simeon Varlamov from the Colorado Avalanche to be their net minder, and he was kind of an in-between phase because he couldn't really stay on the ice because there was outside stuff going on, and he was always kind of injury-prone. And then they picked the right captain. Um, and, and, and just the leadership core that they have there in the Brock Nelsons and the Anders Lee, both of those names are Minnesota boys, uh, Minnesota products, and really just took on Barry Trotz's identity as he left the Washington Capitals after he won a cup here in T-Mobile Arena. Mm-hmm. They uh, shafted him for the for an extension salary-wise. So he said, middle fingers to you. I'm going to go up with Lou Lamarillo up in Long Island. And so they basically started playing two-to-one hockey games and winning most of them. But with the expansion draft on the on the horizon, they had to trade 
uh, Nick Letty away, who was really their their mainstay stay-at-home defenseman, had been there for a lot of years since he had been traded from the Chicago Blackhawks. They didn't want to lose him for nothing, so they sent him to Detroit. And there was just too much moving parts, I think, in addition to the start to the season where they had to play like 15 games on the road because their new building just opened up and they need yeah. more time to to finish that up. And they've signed big-time guys uh, to contracts that they've made trades for, but now it's almost like the depth is gone. And so if there's guys in COVID protocol, if they're if they're hurt, if they're not vibing because, you know, the team's not as good, yeah. you're just not scoring at the same rate. And so if you're not winning two-to-one hockey games and you're not scoring goals, yeah. it's a tough water to try to uh, guide your kayak through those Long Island sounds. But uh, thankfully, that's still a, a couple days away. The Golden Knights are on their second half of the back-to-back against the Rangers, still one to nothing. I thought I talked for like a good 10 minutes there, and it yeah, turns out it was like were... a minute and a half. But that was like <laughs> hockey clock hockey time. time. Yeah, Exactly. But uh, we do have to get to our next break here because we got to spread that holiday cheer wide and far. And we'll do just that on the other side. This is The Bet, 1140. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. found the playmakers only on 1140 the bet las vegas i might get souped up tonight i might just be in that holiday spirit rossi it doesn't happen often is it christmas and hollis that's playing right now that that jones you up for it yeah or just I, i i haven't really bought into the holiday season yet like i i don't get a tree i have some lights up like on my um patio thing but yeah I, I haven't really started watching the movies. I haven't started the cookies. I haven't gotten any light things. I've just been kind of work mode, and, and we'll get to the rest of that stuff after. So I'm a little excited to let myself free into the holiday chair. I've never been much of a decorator when it comes to stuff like that. It costs I, money. You know, well, it's not even the money. It's just I don't want to clean it up. True that. I don't want to. I don't have to take the tree out when I'm done with it. I don't want right. to have to put away the decorations. The worst is when, did, when you were growing up, 
uh, or at least when you had Christmas trees? Did you have fake ones or did you have real ones? Um, well, I was kind of in a rare situation. So I grew up Jewish. My mom's Jewish. Right. My dad is Irish Catholic, and he made a deal when he married my mom. Mm-hmm. He promised my grandfather that he would never have a tree as long as my parents were together. Oh. Well, they divorced. So my best t- of both worlds <laughs> for you, right? I got I got to clean up in, in, in that department. I got a Hanukkah and Christmas every year. So we lit the candles with my mom, and we got the tree up with my dad. And it was usually a fake tree, usually but, a fake one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have um, I'm Jewish members of my family too, so I got to celebrate all of the different holidays, which I loved. But we had we had a little bit of both because I, I think when I was younger, we had fake ones, and then I remember taking out of the shed and it being in the in the giant box you put it in, and then naturally like squirrels would like work its way in always. How I don't I don't know, and then you get the real ones. But then, obviously, that comes with a little bit more uh, work. And yeah. then I've always had cats. And so those th- Christmas trees to cats, more potent than catnip. I have a big um, thing about my apartment. I, I like I like where I live to smell nice. Mm-hmm. So given the option, I would go with a real tree because a, a fake tree, you put it back in the box, it goes in the garage or the attic, yep. and, then, and then you bring it out the next year, and it smells all dusty and yep. gross and uh, How do I wash this fake Christmas tree? Yeah, and with a real Christmas tree, you get that smell. You get the pine, mm-hmm. and that's great. But you got to pick up the needles, and yep. So there's the water a, it, yeah, all that cons. stuff. Yeah, I do enjoy decorating and stuff, but the cleaning up thing, absolutely not. Sometimes yeah. you just wish I could just like throw it away. We can't throw away the ornaments and stuff. They're all keepsakes and whatever. But there's always. Like one Christmas, I think that sticks out to most people be that for like a good reason, like family reunion or, you know, that was when my sister was born or like grandma came home from the hospital. And then some of us are like, I got the best gifts this year. Yeah. Um, Christmas in 2000, Rossi for me, not only did I get an air hockey table. Uh oh. One of the small ones, not the big ones. Yeah. I wasn't living that type of rich people. Problems. You're not a Dave and Buster's. Not right? yet. But I got a PlayStation 2, wow. and that was my first video game system besides my Game Boy Color, which I still have. And it came with three different games. Mm-hmm. One of them was Jack and Daxter, which was a great adventure game that's super underrated. SSX Tricky. If anybody played PS2, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's Tricky. Mm-hmm. Garibaldi, I can still do with my eyes closed and get a high score. I always played as Mac. And then NHL Hits 2002, which is the greatest hockey game of all time. If you scored three goals, you set on fire. And if you scored three goals and they were all assisted, blue fire for your whole team, Ross. You could wow. hit people through the glass, one-timers. It was amazing. I was a Colorado Avalanche. It was me, or not me. I was playing Joe Sackick, Rob Blake, Peter Forsberg, and, and Patrick, Patrick Waugh. And nobody beat me on any day that ended in Y. No. Not a one. Probably my most memorable Christmas was when I was, this might be sad. <laughs> It's okay. I was, I'm not going to cry or anything, but uh, I was probably Merry seven or eight. Christmas. And uh, Santa brought all my friends a mongoose bike. And all I wanted was a <gasps> mongoose BMX bike. Oh, the exclusionary moments are the worst. And you know what Santa brought me? A globe. A globe. Was it a light up globe? No. Like from Matilda? It was just a globe. So, like, no! all my friends are outside riding their bikes on Christmas Day, making sweet jumps. And I'm sitting there, and my mom's like, Textured hey. with the mountains? Yes. Okay, at least there's that. It's yeah. not the smooth one. Yeah, it wasn't smooth. So my okay. mom's like, hey, go outside and show your friends your globe. I'm like, hey, look, this is Florida. <laughs> They're like, cool, you want to see me do a sick jump? I'm like, yeah, here's Florida. Right. We're going to jump over my globe here? Oh, man, that is the worst when it when 
I remember like Tickle Me Elmo was big one year, and that was way past the time that I would ever be in that demographic to buy it. But of just being the only one who had who didn't have whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether that was like a Hollister shirt or some, you know, Abercrombie gift card, the trendy bag. gift, yeah, and 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 just that is what we call othering. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we call uh, childhood trauma sometimes. Um, but but the holiday season it is is a joyous time. It's a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah. Usually, it's both. Yeah, uh, because uh, it, it, people are here, people aren't here. I, we lost my grandmother uh, uh, the a couple of days before Christmas, just three or four years ago, and so it's always a little a little bit tougher. But um, just want to remind everyone that you not only are loved, that you have places to be and uh, things to do out side of the Christmas and holiday cheer. And so if you're not feeling great, don't worry. Call people and um and, and do your best to to find some joy in your life because it's it's there's a lot going on right now. And so it's understandable if the world's feeling bad. Yeah, and a little bit of a tip, you know, for people that are particularly alone yep. for the holiday season. You could feel more alone during the holidays. That happens every year. And hundred you know, percent all all my family is back on the East Coast and, you know, I'm out here uh essentially no no family. I just I do have a great group of friends. And, yeah. Uh, I never feel that alone. But, uh, you know, my recommendation is stay off social media on Correct. those days. You know, you see everybody hanging out with their family or, or, or like on, on Thanksgiving when I don't travel for Thanksgiving and I yeah. stay here and you see everybody, you know, with their turkeys and their, you know, this is this is our turkey. We've been right. brining this thing for seven weeks. And you're like, oh, man, that looks so good. I wish I had some of that. So, yeah. Stay off social media because that can do wonders for your mental health also. Absolutely. I mean, last year it was, I've, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving for a long time, but I, it was the first Christmas I'd ever missed. Mm-hmm. And, um, any advice that I could add just based off of my experience last year, I pretty much said Christmas doesn't exist because I'm not at home. Cause I just thought it would be easier. Yeah. And, and it took me like weeks to open up gifts for my family. And so I would say to people, don't push it all the way out. Like find a way to create a tradition for yourself or, and with your people around you. If you're doing something different or or if your plans have to change because i i don't think it was particularly healthy for me to do that either but we wish everyone the best we'll be back in the new year we appreciate everyone sticking around including you rossi adrian mark i know adrian's not here but uh you know another year in the book it's been a lot of fun i appreciate you having me in here it's been an honor absolutely rossi anytime uh be well stay safe and treat each other better playmakers sports see you next year we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.